good, everybody? Welcome to the Brain the Pop on Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, a.k.a. the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead. And today, I got a special guest for y'all. One of my close personal friends from college, Mr. Roderick Jackson, or Ride Strikes on YouTube. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Glad to be here. Thank you so much for letting me be your honorable first guest. Hopefully not the last time. And you already know, we can do this thing whenever, dog. I got you, brother. I got you, brother. So go ahead and let the lovely people know what we're going to be talking about today, man. Well, today, this anime, it is by far one of the craziest animes I've seen. You talking about Beastars? Oh, no, no, no. I ain't talking about Beastars. I ain't talking about that crazy. But we're talking about Mr. Baki Hanma. We are talking Mm. about, we talking about the anime Baki. Man, talking about that good stuff. All right. Oh, yeah. We talking about your study. Give y'all our thoughts on that, how it holds up to the other seasons and the other and the other fighter over there trying to get his name out there. You know his name by any chance, right? You know his name by any chance? Uh, I think he go by the name of Oma. I can't remember the other part of his name, but you know, I call him Oma because I be like, oh my God, every time he start throwing hands over there. So, Ooh. yeah, we going to definitely get into discussion about him as well. But I do have a question though, uh, Jason. Like, so pretty much when it comes to the beginning of this new season, because we said we're gonna kind of compare it, how did you how did you feel about the start of this season? Cause that's where I wanted to kind of pick up on. Uh, I will say this spoiler alert for anybody that ain't seen about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Major, major spoiler alerts, because we going we didn't see this entire season and we're going through the whole spill. So please, please proceed to fast forward or go through this if you have not seen the show. Please. You have been warned, but as far as Baki season four, I will say this. I ain't known a man to want to go to jail willingly. <sighs> you know my small ass, I ain't going to jail, because we know what happened to y'all. I ain't going there. And he's actually like five, six himself. So he's definitely a little frail body up in there compared yeah, to I the mean, other people, which, which my- he learned the hard way. I, I know martial arts, but I ain't nobody. I'm just telling you that I, I don't trust in my ability to in, in prison. Well, but, look, I mean, let's even let's even track back to even how he got into jail, ooh, kidnapping the president, and not only in the president, but some people love him. A lot of people do not like him. President George Bush, and not his daddy. Quote, yeah, son. quote quote unquote George W. Bush. They 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 like to use uh knockoff names at least in the sub version that I Are saw. You, so. Yeah, which is weird because like you know me, I watch with my friend. We watched the dub. So I guess they were able to use it in the American dub, but I guess they can't use it in the sub. What did they call him in the sub? I can't remember. I think they called him George Bosch like, <laughs> instead of Bush. It was it was some kind of crazy uh, knockoff name. And we'll we'll get to the other uh, special guest or the uh, how can we say it the appearance that they decided to put in there later on in prison. But yeah, uh, they they definitely put the president, Mister uh, well previous president, Mister Bush, inside of the show. He got kidnapped for no apparent reason, just because Baki was like, "What's the most outrageous shit that I can do?" to just get sent to a maximum penitentiary. Oh, So, you know, kidnapping the president can definitely get you there. And don't forget, he said, yeah, you can call your security, but just know, if you don't fulfill my request, I'm gonna beat your ass. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's pretty crazy how you could just get past security 
for an entire president without anyways let, let me not let me not this, this show is this show is built for this man to basically be superman with hands almost so and what's so crazy about this show right we, we find out through all these seasons they make it seem like baki ain't the strongest at, at this point in time <laughs> baki is always made to be i don't know he's only 18 you know yeah. so growth growth is still definitely there and he has to learn a lot from his peers but it's it's Let's. I'm gonna hold off on some of those points because I definitely want to say that for that uh that fight that comes up towards the end. So I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk more about this guy's uh this guy's power of the pen later on because Lord knows he has it sometimes. Oh yeah, but let's but let's compare it to how. Okay, in your opinion, mm-hmm. how does this hold up to the other quote unquote three seasons? Because I don't think one of them counted as a season. I don't know. Netflix is weird. I'm gonna still say that it was a third season only because it had about the same amount of episodes. So we'll still call it three, just right. to not confuse anybody. And what we're referring to, if anybody is a Baki fan, we're talking about the uh, the Raitai or the Great Raitai tournament, however you pronounce it there, that uh, took place in China. They had like a big old fight, and Muhammad Ali, <laughs> like, they, like they like to say it in the show, Muhammad <laughs> Ali Jr. <laughs> was a was a featured guest in that that uh, season there. So I would say. Uh, this will probably still be because we finally started to see the show advance this time around and it wasn't just like a like a feel of like filler this was actually something that was canon this time around i would still say this was my second favorite season or potentially actually you know what no i still have to say it's third and the reason why i have to say that is because of what i was more so getting into when i said the start this the first three episodes were a little Eh, to me they they were kind of falling yeah they were falling short because the shadow boxing thing i felt like got played out of proportion because it was cool and once again guys we already said spoiler alert but it it was cool to see him shadow box iron mike tyson or iron michael i don't know what you want to call him if you're being uh, accurate to the show i don't want to get you messed up on this podcast buddy mike if you're listening we did not name his character so you want to talk to anybody yeah, go talk, go talk to Netflix. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, to do please, please don't, please don't show up in my house trying to hit me with any of that stuff. I know you're, I know you're uh, still capable of breaking my fucking face. Anyways, so back to it. The shadow boxing with him was cool because it was unexpected, but the, the shadow boxing, the praying mantis, was it really, was it really necessary? I've got some thoughts on that. After watching that show, I, I'm so glad that praying mantises don't get human size i mean that's very true it's very great that bugs because i mean they they definitely give you a a a great way of thinking about just how strong insects and bugs truly are but it's it's still just a praying mantis and it was never like an actual being i don't i don't know yeah it 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 wouldn't make sense but then i don't know i I would say it wouldn't make sense for him to shadow box a a a full-size praying mantis that's a type of human but then when we look at his dad and what his dad is, that man too strong. Can, can well, we talk about that? Can we please talk about that man too damn strong? He how he gonna how he gonna beat him? How he he's the strongest in the he's the strongest in the planet or on the planet. What can you expect? But I, in a in a universe in a universe like Baki's universe, you have to be OP ish. It's all get out in order to hold that title. I'm sorry, I know we jump around, but it's just a lot. But this show brings up a lot of questions. A lot of questions. One that involves P, but we gonna get to their No, later. don't. Let's not. Don't. Yeah, we we saving we, that. We, we gonna save that. But 
we saving that but okay let me let me just let me just pick back up so like i said that was my that was my first gripe with the show was that was just dragged out a little too long i get they was trying to like make a comparison that that's all baki could think of but your dad just went and destroyed the world's largest and most bloodthirsty elephant ever seen in like africa or wherever they were when he went and destroyed it a real life version and all you did was shadow box the praying mantis in your basement yeah, and I feel like that first episode, they, they could have just cut that first episode. That was the that was the first two. And that's where I had the issue at yeah. because I felt like they could have I, I think we should have just went ahead and just went to Arizona State Prison a little bit sooner. Because just that, to just to give some more fights in there, like some more shine or at least build more on like Miss Miss Well, let's not let's not introduce too many characters right now. But yeah, yeah but, I just I just really wanted to see more development inside the prison because that's where things actually got good. Yeah, because then they introduced that that child it made he served no purpose to the plot no uh, mr uh, mr my ass that's what we're talking about <laughs> little little boy, mr my ass boy speaking how you how you that strong to lift a nigga out of the into the air by just a paw slap to the head <laughs> made him skip like a rock <laughs> it was interesting i um i for one I laughed my ass off. Yeah, absolutely. Moment. That was that was probably like in my top three funniest moments in the show, or at least in this season for sure. But um, I don't know. I don't even. I don't know where he gets this kind of power from. Because the the main thing I always try to figure out. I know they're never going to show it, but when just got to take time to recover. I've seen Baki without teeth at least nine times yeah, in this that, show. That is. Ooh, I don't. I don't know if he that. does. He does. He have like a shark. I don't know. Or something where he just grows them back, or does he just have a pair of veneers in his pocket that he can just shove in? Like what what is it? I don't know, because right, we both seen the older anime. And yeah, Jack Jack Hama made sure to remove <laughs> plenty of them teeth from his mouth. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, this show it you just don't ask no questions because it just I guess that's one reason I like the show because I love crazy. I love crazy stuff. Especially in anime. I I love it. And this, if you love crazy stuff, y'all, this anime is for you. Cause here you will, here is the only man, the only anime where you will see your man get his face blown off and still be able to fight. Yes, uh, <laughs> season. That's okay. Season yeah, one. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's try to let's try to ring it because at this point, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about that because we we kind of we kind of ventured into that a little bit and then go back into it when I was All talking right. about like my favorite seasons. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that to the fullest, and then we can just kind of transition and get yeah. your get your thoughts too. So for me, like I was saying, I think I think this current or most current season, the Bakihama season, I don't know if they're calling it season one or season three, whatever they're doing. But anyways, I would say this was my third favorite, at least as far as what's available on Netflix right now with the the reboot of the show. Yeah, that's the way I want to kind of clarify that because some people might have not only seen uh the earlier '90s version. This is that's not what we're referencing right here, guys. So anyways. Uh, yeah, Jason, what you were just talking about was uh, the, what was it? Was it firecrackers? No, it wasn't firecrackers. He actually put like bullets. Grenades. No, it, it was bullets. The dude put yeah. bullets in his hand. And that's yeah. from the, okay, I think, so if we don't confuse the the, yeah, the viewers, the, the listeners, the, there are three main themes for these, for these three seasons. The first season, prisoners escape trying to find defeat. Yes, they just want to taste defeat for the first time basically in their lives second season you got to jog my memory was it a continuation of that or 
the, rem- the remainder of that, I forgot. The second season was indeed a continuation yes. of it, just, just more with them. But it also started to show like their new roles after they finally tasted defeat, what they started to kind of get into after that. So it was like the, the passing on season. All right. Then the third season was, or the quote unquote third season was the Great Rise mm-hmm. Tournament. Which yes. I have my personal gripes and then I know it's still, it's still canon, but I just feel like I still kind of got played with that ending. Cause I really thought from that ending, we would find, we would see, but yet like, I know you're saying, I thought we would finally see the fight because that's what everybody's waiting for, Baki to fight. That's why I basically don't really consider it yeah. canon. I to like a degree, because the like, transition from that season to this current one it doesn't makes absolutely up. no sense. It's yeah. like they were in the same place at the same time, and instead of them finally deciding to throw hands after he decisively, okay, let's hold on, hold on, once again, let's let me let me just do this. <clears throat> Number one, my favorite season is still season one because I was just so glad that Baki was back. Number oh, two, yeah. favorite season is the third season that we're about to talk about now because, yeah, just some of the fights in there. <laughs> insane but top notch we'll, we'll talk about that right when we get into this and number three is this uh most recent season so just want to say that yeah. now moving moving into this with this third season we were saying i i just i don't know he he decisively knocked out muhammad ali or ally jr at one punch if i'm not mistaken Oof. and and basically i thought that was like his rite of passage to show that he was like finally awakening to be ready to actually like throw hands with his dad but i guess not because they but then but then i guess his dad called a first class flight to africa to kill an elephant instead yeah i just i feel like i think what netflix was trying to do is this is my opinion i feel like they wanted to put a season out there just so people wouldn't forget about Baki. i feel like that's why they did that because even though it's canon it still, it kind of, it still technically didn't serve. Like I haven't read the manga, so. No, that's I, that's what I was about to tell you. I actually have been. Uh, I don't know every single, you know, chapter by heart, but this is kind of how the manga goes. They actually don't fight. They, to my knowledge, haven't even fought to this day. Really? There's a uh, yeah. We can talk about that, but before before I jump into that, just so we can kind of uh, bring some order to it. I want to know, Jason. So, which we don't have to give top three because I'm just gonna say, what was your favorite and least favorite season? I would say my favorite season. It it had to be season one. Okay. I, I love just how breakneck, fast paced it was because it reminded me of, like you know it reminds me of old Shona anime. You don't get those old Shona anime where just action nonstop with no break in between. So I say that that was my favorite because it came most entertaining. Now least favorite. I would only say the second. I love the second. I, I love them all. Like I love all of them. But the second season, it kind of dragged off me just a bit. Yeah. Like it it's dragged. it's a it's a lot of forgettable episodes yeah. and forgettable moments in there compared to how that first season really kicked off with such a bang. Yeah, it, it's like I feel like they wanted more episodes, but Netflix said you gotta say, like you, you, you <laughs> like you gotta say because we tend if. A lot of that stuff could have been trimmed down, like the hopes. <laughs> the whole sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't Jesus. need a whole I was I was hoping we didn't have to talk about that. That that room full of Kleenex and tissue paper and, and a hurt vagina. That's all that was. We didn't need a whole episode for that. So I guess second season. Sex. Just, 
second season for me just it could have they could have trimmed it down and it just kind of dragged for me but i do i did enjoy these past two seasons the great ride tie tournament was dope it was cool it was cool seeing like a tournament setting like how it like it's kind of nostalgic for the old anime it was yeah. it was nostalgic but i just hated how they did my boy ali Junior. can we talk oh my god yeah, we can talk about it let's talk oh, about it so so he uh he bit off more than he could chew well look let's start off with this first netflix y'all fucked up for this because at first they had him win three fights i like okay cool he won three fights but then when we got to Baki and he said that he wanted to fight Baki and I was just like, this ain't gonna end well for him. Well, I, I just, I gotta stop you there. Just let you know, that's that's how it actually goes in the moment. Oh yeah. Oh no, so, I know that's how it goes. I'm just, I'm just playing Netflix because I had to see anime. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So the three people he fight, these are all people close to Baki or that fought Baki. Mm-hmm. And once he beat him, and, and he beat him fair and square, but I ain't gonna lie, they probably been like me. They told him they went right back up to him and said, "Nah, nigga, I need my once again." And <laughs> no, no, they I, honestly, you knew just from what yeah. we already knew from the first season. They just took the kitty gloves off. Yeah, and, and they uh, they decided to not fight with formalities, and they I'm they about, uh, said no holes barred, you little punk ass. Bring your I'm ass about here. To say, let me. I, and then let me backtrack because I forgot. It was all good. He thought it was all good and bad till he fought is he Baki's brother? Jack. Jack. He went. Mr. I eat steak full bone and all. I eat steak and steroids for breakfast. He mm-hmm. oof, I, at, from that point on I knew this ain't gonna end well for this man. Ooh, this ain't gonna end well for this man. And then we see him get his ass beat consecutively. Three times, no breaks. They said, we don't care if your arms and legs and toes are broken. You still go You're forgetting fight. the most, you're forgetting the craziest part. The man damn near lost his tongue fighting oh, Jack yeah. after dinner. Oh, yeah. And they still wanted to fight or quote unquote wanted to I don't, fight. I, I, I think at that point, his brain was just still shaking around like a pinball in his head. I don't think yeah. he really knew what he wanted anymore. But yeah, that, that's where the season lost me because I was, because I was kind of, Rooting for Ali, for Ali Jr. I just hate him. Uh, I, I liked him up until the point when he, mm. after the tournament, I stopped liking him because they just made him, like, yeah, he was cocky at first, but it was just too overbearingly cocky once he got through the tournament and he wanted to fight Baki. It's like, um, unpopular opinion. You could keep talking. I just was, I just was preparing to say this. You can keep going. Yeah, but it, it was just like, well, for one thing, I just feel like, I, I forgot their nationality uh, or whoever makes this, but they hate. Was the Chinese the Japanese they won against? Because I forgot Baki. They went against the Chinese in the in the Ooh, Tai tournament. They it was Japan. Hate. It was Japan basically representing against uh, China. They hate. I get. They hate anybody that's not Japan because boy, they got messed up in in the most disrespectful ways. <laughs> um. Yeah, because one guy. Okay, let's 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 focus on Muhammad. Then we can talk about the tournament. Because yeah. I just want to kind of finish up on this. Um, quite honestly, and I'm just saying this, unpopular opinion once again. I kind of felt like it was well deserved, Jason. Yeah, I know all the all the ass whoopers he got because the main reason why is because 
this man knew he was in a wholehearted ass relationship with this girl and he kept trying to meet this woman for dates behind this dude's back just to try and piss him off yeah yeah that's that's a that's the lowest of the low you you should have like but then again mm, but then again it's been a while since i've seen that season so i don't i don't remember when exactly happened. i do but i do well let me let me just let me just drop the refresher and just kind of let people know pretty much because once again guys we're kind of covering this whole show since we talked about or we're gonna kind of come back to the most recent season and give just a a final review of that in a second but muhammad was wanting to basically challenge baki for the longest and i i'm pretty sure it was because of this weird love triangle that was taking place between baki his girlfriend who i don't even know if they really say her name really yeah it's baki's woman i'm sorry i'm not trying to be disrespectful to, to the women out there but i really don't know her name um and mohammed so like he basically ran across her gave her this random plush toy i know you probably don't even remember that part jason but like ever since that moment he started to kind of like use her as a means to get to baki and then ended up falling in love with her when he lost his love of fighting after getting his ass handed to him by everybody so that's where that's where the scene that was at the beginning throughout because at the end of the season after baki one shot at this man he literally cried in her arms because his will was basically broken to fight what the night maybe i just felt bad because he was black and they did like that maybe see that yeah see yeah i i took that out of it at least out of the way they tried to set up this script and i was just like yeah maybe you should have took your ass home all the way. <laughs> you, you probably you probably should have saw from when your tongue was damn near hanging from your damn mouth and about to fall into your throat that you need to go have take your ass back home and get in the gym yeah. talk to your daddy and learn how to step a little better because it wasn't yeah. gonna work yeah but i I, I won't like, but like going, bringing things back around, I like that season. It was just that, I guess, kind of threw me off. Cause like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. We're going off topic a little bit, y'all. I don't know if you ever noticed it, right? But black people, they don't give much justice to anime. We, we get just in a few, in a slight few, but we don't get justice in a lot. Justice? No. Moments? Yes. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. We definitely yeah. get a lot of moments. Just like even, uh, I don't know, have you seen Fire Squad? Uh, oh, Fire Force! Fire Force! Sorry, oh, I said yeah. Fire Squad. Yeah. yeah, Fire Force. Uh, have you seen the most recent season? I know it's been out. It's been kind of. It's been a while since the newest season came out. But have you seen that season? I saw. I saw. I don't remember, but I do remember the dude you're talking about. Yeah. So basically, yeah, it, it was like towards the middle of that new season or what or newest season. Like black guy just went complete ape shit, and it was so lame because he basically got hit with the Piccolo moment, where like his ape shit moment equaled nothing yeah but so, yeah like do we get justice or do we get a chance to be like the full-on hero unless it's yasuke or afro samurai or samurai no. or samurai shampoo i mean that don't that no i was about to say that was I, I, all that was all the the the, 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 the hip-hop japs that's how we gonna say that look hey one of them dude i, I still play freshly in big because he was a little bit too dark i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying hey man look i'm saving that show for later we'll talk about that. but, but, um, but okay like, so um go ahead i'm sorry man it's your but, show go ahead but yeah like i've wanted like thirsty so much but it just that ending it kind of sold me a little because they hyped up like towards the end of the back half of the season they make it seem like this is gonna be a great fight nah nah it, it wasn't it was me and you a fight between a piece of paper lasted longer than Baki versus Ali Joe. That's how long that fight lasted. It was a punch and he said, I will kill this nigga in front of all y'all. Well, this is the thing about it. Um 
<laughs> Everything about Baki, if you if you followed it since its first origin, has basically just been a show that's all about the chase. Just him always trying to chase to get better to like actually catch up to his father, which I'm starting to feel like it's just gonna be damn near an unobtainable goal. I'm about to say they wanna have to fight like Goku and Vegeta destroying planets at this point. Mm. The, the way the way that they scale in Baki's like I haven't read the manga, but the way that they just scale Baki's dad, a lot of people in this show, I don't know, the scaling OP, even even it's, we, it's it's not even about well yeah we can definitely say scale or we can put like a tier system in it it's like after okay let's just go ahead let me let's let's get back to that because i think that's that's what we can talk about after we talk about this most yeah. recent season so just newsflash guys we're still talking about this baki does not fight his father at the end of this season they they hint at that uh they're going to waiting. but the the actual heavyweight bout of this show or this season i should say up to this point was baki versus biscuit oliver so that character is uh i'm gonna say one of the most would you say the most respected by yuzuro or by baki's dad as far as I, a different fighter I, I think he's like the most respected nah, I, about to say, I would say i would just say the most respected in that anime because you don't really see nobody step to him like that I mean, you know why? Well, you know, well, we we he had some challenges this season. Oh yeah, he had some challenges. Yeah, he had a. Uh, oh god, I don't know what what's going but, on. But uh, but yeah, let's talk. Okay, so we gonna run it all the way back around. So we come right now. We talking about Baki season four or yeah. Baki, let's Baki let's just Nama, son of the ogre. So yeah, and, and let's go. Let's just start prison and just go yeah, through yeah, prison, prison fights and just yeah. do that. First episode don't matter, y'all. We gonna yeah. start at the prison. So the the basis of all this of this season is so I guess Baki wants to use this black this swole ass black dude by the name of Biscuit Oliver. And yes, his first name is I don't know I don't know why they call him Biscuit, but his name it's is a Biscuit. it's a prison name. Yeah. I don't know why he got that. I think it's because when he balls his hand up, it looks like a biscuit. <laughs> or he probably would have hit him. Might have been a Popeye chicken fist. But, but, but the, the whole, but the whole premise of the season is Baki wants to gauge his strength by fighting. Probably, I guess this, I guess in in the audience eyes, and I guess in Baki's eyes, the second strongest person he knows. Who is Biscuit Oliver, which is a big, swole black dude who is so gangster, he has, he is able to go in and out of Arizona State Penitentiary without <laughs> no kickback whatsoever. This man sipping on that cognac, man eating the finest foods. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, he is the only inmate that actually has his girlfriend staying inside of the prison with him whenever she pleases as well. Oh yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about that. We, we talk leave about it there. Leave it there. We're gonna talk, we about, talk that. about that. But we got a yeah, there's a lot to cover too. But this season, it's like I guess the reason why the season kind of fell for me at the beginning is because there's also another person that they introduced, number two, and I felt they dragged number two. Wait, did out. they did they did they call him number two in in the dub? I, I, uh, yeah, they call him number two in the dub. I, I, they okay, say, in the in the sub, sorry, because that's gonna be kind of weird for us. In the sub, they call him Mister Second. That's like actually okay, his Mr. name. Mister Second. Yeah, Mister Second, and oh. that stands for Mister Second Generation. Is well, what they what? basically call him. You know what? I take that back. They call him number two. Some of them call him two, but 
they did refer to him as Mr. Second. Yeah, it's probably just for dubbing purposes. Yeah. You know, they probably had to flip it up. But yeah, continue. Yeah, but like, what, what, what it kind of fell for me, I ain't gonna lie, I got, I, they had to rewatch some of these episodes because it kind of, I feel like they spent too much time hyping him, hyping him up. When the when the when I feel like you didn't need that much time, you just need a little bit of backstory. But like I said, they wanted to push out that twelve. I'm pretty sure they they, they were told you have to give twelve episodes. So I do respect it for that. But that's where it kind of lulled for me because that first and second episode that really did lull for me. But now when we saw him fight, I was enjoying myself again. Like some I mean, of the, some of the talking points just kind of took me out. You get what I'm saying? I honestly don't really remember much of what they even talked about. No, it was prior just like to that, the fights. It was that first episode of knowing, of getting to know uh, Mr. Second. So you're saying like before he was revealed? Because remember, they were kind of hyping him yeah. up even before he was revealed. Yeah. And then just, okay, yeah, I see like what that. you're saying. Yeah, that, that definitely was a lot of... Uh, let's go ahead and get to the point and just go ahead and show if this guy is as great as he is we don't have to put him in hiding in the show let's go ahead and get him yeah get him that, announced out here but i mean the, the thing out. oh go ahead no, I'm saying, and that fake out when they finally um, when they finally unveiled him i did not like that i'm like y'all would you just find a more creative it, it was funny it, like it, it was funny when they got to the big guy but i was like y'all dragging this out a little bit too much I feel you on that, but I, I actually enjoyed it. But I think the reason why I enjoyed it is because I just genuinely enjoy Mr. Second as a character in whole. Yeah. And like, just for like, I don't know, like his his entire design and just like oh, the way cool. he was as a person, he's cool as shit. Oh, yeah, no, like, being, being like this random man of the sea, taking care of his like island back home, like doing all the stuff that he does. He's actually a pretty cool character. And yeah. he's, even though once again like you kind of you kind of hinted at already it was a lopsided fight when he decided to have his big fight of this season he still proved that he is one of the strongest people in that show it, it, yeah. he he's no slouch yeah he's no slouch and like i said he is cool because you don't see many pirates in a non-pirate based show and it was cool <laughs> it, it was cool it was different i would not expect him to be i would not expect him to be an actual pirate <laughs> And if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm me wrong, but when they try to model him after the actual Che Guevara, like the, the like the freedom fighter from Cuba, would they try to model him after that? I mean, it's definitely a chance. You know, this show already has mentions of all, all other kind of characters from we're we're gonna talk about one in a second here. Uh, they got Iron Mike Tyson. We just mentioned Muhammad Ali, George Bush, and they even mentioned uh, Musashi, who's a world famous samurai. Yeah. who's actually going to be appearing in the show hopefully in the next two seasons so you'll get a chance to see him too and don't ask me how that happens i just i can't explain <laughs> it but it happens um yeah this motherfucker's supposed to bend dead but we'll, we'll get to that um anyway so yeah like it's it's pretty crazy and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's who he's supposed to be uh created after in the image of i'll, I'll say it that way but i just think for me it was it was just it was different to see somebody else at least hold their own against biscuit because i still think up until that point we haven't seen anybody take a take a punch from biscuit and actually like walk away well i would the only person i would say that took a punch was that one prisoner from the first season that was the closest we got to somebody taking a punch somebody fought biscuit and took a punch and survived it no, remember that dude that tried that tried to kill Biscuit, the one that was looking for defeat. Did he take the punch or did he just 
yeah. get out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he took the he took the punch. I think out of all the prisoners, he took the most punishment. But remember, remember though, Biscuit got levels to yeah. his power. Yeah, so remember, like th- this was that was his one hundred percent. That's what yeah. I was getting. At. I get what you're saying. Like, like he's not. Without holding yeah. that, I yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't choose to fight really with motivation, real. Because that was another cool uh, dynamic to this season, is that Baki was Baki and uh his well Biscuit's girlfriend were like the reason why he decided to actually take a fight seriously for the first time yeah. in ages. Which, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, about to say which I do like that season because I'm not going. You know, the show is called Baki, and we all know Baki's going to come out on top. It was cool to see them pit Baki and Oliver together because we but we love both of those characters. So yeah. it was it was cool to see how it played how it played out. And I will say that fight it did satisfy. That fight did satisfy me. I will say that. Yeah, the only thing that I'm kind of uh starting to see is like a, a running thing for them. It's because they they made sure to mention that Biscuit was the strongest person in America. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that's like their running thing because they keep trying to say he's like the strongest in America to make it seem like the Japanese best fighters are always beating somebody from like one of these strongest yeah, countries, though. Yeah. That, because the, the whole the Rai Tai tournament was all about Japan versus China and how they just manhandled and walked through China's best. And now, like, he just, I don't know, well, he definitely had to, he had to duke it out. But Baki, like you just said, became victorious at the end of this season against Biscuit, too. And, and let's, uh, let's get to that in a second. But let's, let's talk about the two fights that were i would say the most uh remem- memorable <laughs> from the season before that so the first one is going to be technically a uh double header fight i guess it was like two rounds to this fight so iron mike tyson or iron michael as they like to call him in this show is a prisoner inside of arizona state prison as well and one of the reasons why he's there is because they kind of set it up to where they wanted to stage it to where he was no longer going to be able to fight so they actually put out a hit against mike tyson and sent this weird weird ass triple triplets triplets thing and they're called like what is it like tongue teeth and lips yeah yeah and they're they're called the mouth yeah they're called the (laughs) mouth and they all finish each other's sentences and syllables together so it would basically be as if me and jason were presenting this and every time i said i jason would say we and they would just kind of like just finish it was so fucking weird but anyways so long story short because once again like we just told you about muhammad ali they turned iron mike into the biggest bitch of all time ooh, trying to fight these ooh, guys I, I i i couldn't I, I get it that they were trying to say like Man. you can't overpower overpower these three people at one time but i'm sorry the iron mike i know would have dropped at least one of their asses okay he, they had look Japan. Look, we, we get it, America. We sorry. It's, it's we we sorry. But you ain't had <laughs> you ain't y'all could have beat up any other famous fighters. But why they yeah. gotta be black? You ain't had to have you had to have Mike Tyson be. You could have you could have picked a fictional character like Rocky Balboa. You could have put him in there. You could have put anybody in. Well, there. I'm talking about they but, found the dog shit out of Mike Tyson. Yes. Basically, what this what that fight was, it was not even an actual brawl because no real punch was thrown or even potentially landed by Mike basically throughout the entire fight. It was a psychological fight to where they got into his head and broke his will to where he didn't even think he could fight besides running away and trying to back himself into a corner. Which like Jason just said, huh? Which is not Mike Tyson. It's not. <laughs> they 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 cornered him, tripped him, 
got on top of him and literally kicked his face in and had him looking like some cube steak on the floor after the fact they were about to cut his tendons or whatever it was in his arm so he would no longer be able to fight and then mr second appears and that's when i started loving him because you started to love him and that's when i started to cringe but still love it at the same time yeah yeah so i I cringe too i'm gonna put that out there y'all what we gotta tell you i cringe too i did not like that part but the fight itself i enjoyed but yeah it was it was a rough start but the, the ending to the fight was very very uh very good very good so mr second appears in his most oddball way he's he's kind of been like an oddball weird character in their entire he's a time he's a roly poly he's coming <laughs> to fight like a roly yeah well <laughs> nah that was that was just his intro sequence to throw them off yeah but he does he literally i'm not even gonna call it a combat role it's like what jason just said he literally rolls up like a freaking beetle or something or, or a little armadillo and just rolls onto the scene and lays out on the ground and pretty much introduces himself so anyways after that he lays on the ground they stomp him out they think that he's gonna be just like this easy this easy beat down but then they start to realize that he's toying with them and trying to set them up to think that they have the upper hand but he has something up his sleeve so then at this point they try to corner him inside of this little triangle triplet stance that they use that always beats every opponent his way of getting out of this is that the first triplet to make a move gets straight peed on and i ain't talking about regular p i'm talking about yeah don't don't do that don't do that don't do that you don't know your fan base you don't know your fan base man look man look look i look i look i don't care he's in jail he's he's probably he's probably getting mr second on right now yeah yeah, but still any y'all that like him i'm sorry but i make i make light of situations i'm, I'm just sorry. i'm just gonna say this cam if you hear this i'm sorry i did not cam, i did not sorry. put that joke we i did not put that joke we in sorry, but yeah I, it had to be said but yeah but uh yeah he he proceeds to douse this man in urinal flames basically and um defeat his whole psyche so now the triplets are off they don't know what's coming next Hmm? Would, would that feature psych too? But nigga, I would have shot this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know where it would have came from, but I would have forced everybody who was drawing this show to draw me a strong pistol when I would have shot this man, and the show would have ended there because I would I would have shot my way into the history books. But anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so he comes in, does that, and they try like this all out a new style attack approach. He literally one punches a guy so hard. He's bleeding through his eyeballs while he's flipping in the fucking air. Mm, 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 mm. Lands on his neck. And I'm thinking at the time, he is more than likely dead. Because Jason, last time I checked, if your eyeballs are bleeding, that means your brain is pretty fucked, right? Oh, no, he, he suffered plenty. I'm pretty sure like CTE happened right then and there. I'm pretty sure he felt the major effects of CTE. I ain't never seen. You know, oh. we, we know you gotta punch somebody that hard to where- In the chin. To make their eyeballs bleed. And not only that, you punched them so hard, the niggas that you were trying to jump with are shook. I think they're the one run away. <laughs> no, it's more than that. You're forgetting. That's the most important part. He hit the man so hard and he flipped so hard. The man who he peed on peed himself and then ran away while pissing himself. <laughs> you already covered in pee, and now you dousing yourself in your own pee while you run away from a fight that you thought you was gonna win 30 seconds prior. Yeah. And that and that that right there, I was like, you know what? Shay might stand a chance to get a biscuit. And you were fooled. Because following <laughs> that, following that, we're gonna get right to that fight. But after that, um, uh, Mr. Second gets introduced to Biscuit Oliver in in the 
correct way for the Baki show. Yeah. Biscuit decides to uh, find out where Mr. Second is holed up at in the cell. Literally, instead of opening the door, twists the door off the fucking hinges, which is an all-metal door, by the way, and just throws it into the cell and walks in there and uh, starts to talk about what motivates him to fight, basically. And he tells us for the big reveal, for the part of the, or at least that people didn't know about, he has a girlfriend. It's, it's oh. a girl that he loves, a love of so his life sweet. type of stuff. So yeah, sweet. so sweet. Where she's from, he's obsessed with how she looks, how she smells, and even carries a handkerchief from her from her hometown. And, and then thinking, he tries. Hmm? And then we thinking, damn, this girl must be drop dead beautiful. Don't do that, Jason. Don't do that, Jason. That gives away too much. Look, <laughs> but but look, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got I got to stick to it because I I'm going to talk about this part because this this was something that that stuck out to me. So basically, we see that they're talking. Mister Second and, and uh, Biscuit are talking. And you start to see the tone change to where they're getting ready to prepare to fight potentially right then and there. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, Biscuit tells the reason why he wants to fight. Mr. Second says why he wants to fight. And for whichever reason, this just straight pisses off Baki to where he grabs both of them by their shirt collars and pulls them in and thinks he's going to have this OG moment because he's, you know, gotten a little stronger. And they just manhandle this man and throw him away like he is nothing but a little child. Now, now I watched the dub and they gave an explanation, which is fucking stupid. But what did they? What was? What was? Because the explanation I got of why he got so riled up, they said, "Oh, it's because of that hominal blood." Did they say that in the sub? Well, well, that was a that was not really because of the hominal blood. I think it was just because of like him just being irritated and just wanting to see them fight because they wanted to actually fight, okay. not because of any kind of stupid backstory like he didn't he didn't want that to be the reason why they wanted to throw hands okay he wanted to be because he wanted to be because they want to be the strongest the way he oh, wants okay, to, to be the strongest i got you but they said the reason why he felt that way is because that's that hama blood in him that that is better than anything else and that leads into the next part to where remember because back to biscuit was talking about his his girlfriend that he yeah. loves after they threw baki away he pulls out a handkerchief and he's smelling it like it's some some moist panties or something it was really it was really weird yeah, it, was it was really weird. really weird. Yeah, it was weird and and he tells uh mr second to get a sniff of the handkerchief as if they were gonna start to be friends yeah exactly exactly this is a big part that's why i talk about this before it's about the fight so so he hands him or he puts his hand out to let him see the handkerchief mr second proceeds to loogie spit into oh. the handkerchief oh. <laughs> and and cover it I, oliver gets so thrown off by this he just runs out the thing like a little schoolgirl and goes to wash i guess the handkerchief off or just go find a new one i don't know and uh mr second proceeds to say after that that handkerchief and everything that he's holding on to is nothing in compared to the Hama bloodline and what they the reason why they cherish fighting. So they kind of they kind of tie it back into that, saying that that bloodline is way better than what Oliver's fighting for, or what Oliver loves. So, anyways, next day it's 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 about to go down. Uh, Biscuit goes before the before the fight. Biscuit goes into the room. He talk well goes into his room, freshens up, gets ready to go see his girlfriend. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, gets met in the face with a whiskey bottle and a few of the objects getting thrown oh, at his a face. Whiskey bottle, a flower pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, all kind yeah. of all kind of instruments being thrown at his face for this girl that he's all in love with. And he's not flinching. Me, I I can't lie. I would I'm already in jail. That that's all I'm gonna say. But anyway, <laughs> so you know, and I and 
ladies, I don't, I'm, I'm just joking. I don't condone that. But <laughs> moving on. So he uh, is just still just like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this, that, and the third. And they finally reveal his girlfriend. Ooh. Y'all, <laughs> thousand pound life couldn't do it justice. Boy, this heifer was the size of a California king size bed. And, and I'm talking get, about, hmm? and before y'all get mad, what we saying? Y'all want to understand why we calling these things because she is so mean. She is really mean. She is basically anime Norbit or yeah. anime Respucia. She's just really mean, and like it kind of that also made me mad. <laughs> I guess because he's black. I guess I, should be I think you. I think you're definitely giving more sentiment to the black characters in the show than what you need. To. Yeah, I, I, I am, but you know we don't get much, man. I know. The close thing we. Get, the close thing we got to back in the day was Mr. Popo. And you saw how glad Mr. Popo was. <laughs> if we're still gonna have this discussion about our top animes, okay, I have a, we need to have a discussion. Look, we're not gonna do it today, but we need to come back to this and have a discussion about characters who was really black, but they didn't want to portray them as black. We're gonna do yeah, that another day. Yeah, we because have, damn it, some, some characters, they was they was real niggas, okay? And they just didn't get their real nigga due diligence and respect because they didn't want to give it to them. But anyways, moving back yeah. to this here. Yeah. so. He goes in there and we're gonna we're gonna start to sum this up, even though we just gonna call this the Baki episode at this point. Like, forget it. Um, he goes in there and basically after doing all this stuff, she goes ham. She didn't really apologize, but I guess she gave him what he needed to get over it. And uh he's up to a challenge. He he picked her big ass up and he proceeds to smash. So basically, pick picture the world's biggest bodybuilder slamming the world's biggest woman. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't show it, but they, they definitely showed the bed moving. And yeah. uh yeah, so so he he was getting ready for his fight in the way that he liked to get ready. Which I guess for me, that was another thing. Like the whole girlfriend episode, that kind of slowed it down for me because I was like, "Dang, y'all got this attention. Got y'all got this tension built between Mister Second and, and Oliver. I want to see the fight. So I'm glad they didn't drag that out too long because the fight it was worth it. I will say yeah. it was it was worth the wait. Yeah, but I, I but you uh I still feel like that was actually really worthwhile and kind of needed because Mr. Second was getting so much backstory with yeah. like his island he was yeah. from. We needed something to know about Oliver's like past I mean, and like just like what motivates him to be what he is besides just him wanting to be a muscle bound. I'm just gonna say he's a muscle bound dickhead himself. All right, he has his he has his definite uh passive aggressive ways of trying to be Mr. Cool, and uh yeah. So anyways. Yeah, he's that douchebag in the gym that know he's bigger than you, and he will tell you, "You mean nothing to me." I think he he, just, he won't he won't say you mean nothing to me, but he will go he will see you lifting three hundred, and he will go put five hundred on and lift it in front of you and be shit. like, nah, "How you go, doing today?" Nah, he'll go outside with the whole goddamn building. <laughs> that that he, he might actually be able to get that bitch on. <laughs> but okay, so at this point, it's 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 game time, Mister Second. Oliver about to fight. They're gonna fight in the courtyard area, whatever it was, in the middle of this uh, big ass prison, an Arizona State prison. Mr. Seconds just out there with this with his uh, inmate friends, and they just ready for the fight. Next thing you know, you just hit this loud ass boom, boom, just coming down. This motherfucker here decides to reveal his girlfriend to the world by not just walking out holding the hand, not bringing her out on a, on, a, on a in a vehicle or something, and introduce to the world. He picks up the whole bed that she can't possibly walk out of. It's a military-pressing bed, my yes. bad. Yes, on his back. 
just walking the whole bed out there and lays it down on the ground so everybody can see his girl. Now, I know everybody on the inside was thinking, that's a big bitch. But <laughs> nobody that? in their right mind was going to ever say anything because she even said it herself. They probably all think I'm ugly. And he said it. Who thinks she ugly around here? And not a single pin drop. Even Mr. Second. She even Baki. And and because I know you finna go, you keep jumping around. No, we're gonna stay on this, we're gonna stay in uh, order. Just, no, I'm gonna say, and Bobby got that hot blood, and even he was like, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> oh, nah, Bobby was playing his cards right because he wanted to see this fight. Because <laughs> let me get to that, let me get to that. But trust me, that, that bloodline was still flowing pretty good. So, anyways, they start throwing hands after this introduction. But they throw hands in the most odd way. They have a handkerchief match, basically. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. Basically, they got to hold one end of a handkerchief apiece. Whoever drops the handkerchief first loses. That drags on for a while. A little longer than what I thought it should have done. But I guess they wanted to just show off hand and finger screens, whatever. It was cool. It was it was, it was was cool. Uh, after that, Oliver sees that his girlfriend is bored by this. So he intentionally loses that fight and decides to throw real hands to at least impress Ooh. his girlfriend. <sighs> Fast forward, and by I mean fast forward, maybe five seconds. Um, Oliver knocks Mr. Second Ass Damn, right into a goddamn wall. Damn, you give him five seconds? <laughs> I mean, he had to have at least enough time to talk. Um, <laughs> after that, we thinking it's over. We thinking they finna go ahead and proceed to the main now, event. Now, this part and, is cool. That part, yes. I, I, I love that part because, like I said, sorry for cutting you off, you but good? I love that the fact that he's a pirate because it's just so out of place. But as kids, we all thought pirates were cool. We want to be one. So to see them, I I'm, a, I'm a black man. I ain't want to be no pirate nobody. Well, well, I thought the pirate thing was cool, and to see well, like the whole the whole war paint, just seeing war paint was cool, and then him calling him doing a little ditty about the wind that was cool because it's pirate stuff. You don't see that much in non-pirate anime, so that was cool. Yeah, but and they and they portrayed it really well and gave him. A very very cool sequence for his uh I would say basically his power up basically yeah. to show that he was gonna go no holes barred kind of thing, and for a second it was it was working. He was for starting to uh yeah, he was he was starting to actually kind of seem like he was gonna be on even playing grounds with Biscuit, and we were now, thinking, hey. Now before you finish this, just know what we're about to say. It's gonna piss some of y'all off. He's like, damn, y'all sat through some episodes from this fight. It must have been, must have had a great ending. Right, continue. <laughs> continue. Anyway, <laughs> so um, they're they're throwing hands. It's a it's a interesting fight. It's it's very entertaining at this point. And uh, once again, like like what Jason just said, basically after he got that first knockdown, um. Mr. Second gets up and puts war paint on his face. He starts to sing this chant from his homeland that basically reminds him of what he's really fighting for and everything he needs to be doing and like, you know, the, the stuff that he's holding. So he's he's going all in. He He's all in. He's fighting for, I can't remember the name of the island, but he, he's fighting all for his people at this point in time. And Biscuit's kind of like, they're cool, but I ain't really hit you with 100% of my punch yet. <laughs> So I now that I see that you really cool and shit, I'ma go ahead and hit you with what I really got, and I hope you got dental insurance. So um, Mr. Second is saying to him, "You don't understand 
and see, this is so stupid because somebody did this same shit in the damn Chinese tournament, the Rata tournament. Yeah. He said, you don't understand the power of the earth that's underneath you. I'm going to use this power in this stance and I'm going to knock your ass out. Oh, look at that, Mr. Biscuit. You wasn't shit. You just a punk ass man in a punk ass prison. My island's better than yours. Matter of fact, I'm so good. His daddy just came up here and, and talking to me. Blood. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. His daddy just came up here and said I'm the best. The president just came up here and apologized for trying to antagonize my country, which is a big thing, part of the show that we didn't talk about. We didn't got to talk about it because it don't damn matter. But anyways, he's saying I'm the best. Even Baki trying to bow down to Wait a second. <laughs> I can't see no more. Oh, I know what this is. My face is in the goddamn ground. I didn't God. punch. I didn't punch a goddamn thing. I kept talking about using the power of the earth, and now my all my power or his power is pushing me into the earth. What hey, the hell oh just my, happened? Hey, oh my God, biscuit! I'm talking about y'all. Think I'm playing this for comedic effect? Biscuit put the whole civil rights movement, million man march behind that part. You know how hard you gotta punch somebody. I don't. I don't think you need to say that. I don't think you need to say that because uh, I don't know. Once again, I don't know what your audience gonna be like, but I don't think they're gonna back up Biscuit because Biscuit chose a white woman. Yeah, he chose. Say yeah, he. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about how many, how many people behind that. I mean, I'm gonna how- say this. I'm gonna say this because okay, we both are definitely black. Y'all can probably obviously tell. Um, Biscuit definitely got some real nigga strength. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He got, he got that. I still think he's racist because he's in jail for basically no fucking reason. They never, he's just, say, they never gave her a reason, did they? No. He just a nigga in jail. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of low-key, high-key. Once again, racist. we kind of we kind of just racist right now. But fuck it. We, we, we ain't talking about the best group of people. They ain't got the best morals, best qualities in life. So fuck it. I guess it's understandable. Whatever. Moving on, though. Um... He 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 cleans this man clock the way it ain't never got cleaned before, and and it's over. That fight was over, and literally one real punch from Biscuit, and Biscuit. But he respects the man, tells him to take great care of him, you know, and do all this in the third. If he knocked him straight out cold, and then carries his wife or girlfriend back into the uh, building with with no issue. Now the one thing from that fight that I knew was gonna start to piss Biscuit off, where he didn't even care about uh, Mr. Second. When that man looked to his left and saw that man Baki taking the nap, snuggled up on his girl teeth. And what made it so funny, look, Baki gave a BS reason to why, but I know damn what he talked. I he said, This this fight's boring me. I'm pretty yes. sure Baki, I'm pretty sure Baki looked at her like look at her like, damn. I ain't gonna What Baki fight. was doing at that point in time was playing them cards so right. Yeah, he was playing so right, but I ain't gonna lie, bro. He probably looked at her like, damn. She'll make a good pillow right now. <laughs> she did look like she did look like a whole bag of marshmallows. <laughs> and like I said, we not body shaming nobody. This is it's not man. Hell, I ain't explaining yeah. this anime. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. She yeah. got drew that way, so she she is drawn to be talked about in that way. But ain't no ankles. No. I look. I I love my thick women out there in the world. Okay. And, and and right now, if you if you were never mind, I ain't trying to make this a date now. But yeah, but, but yeah, I love thick Baki. women. Yeah, but moving back to Baki. Okay, so that happens. Now we just got this is like ten episodes. We only got two episodes left, and they try to squeeze the actual main event into these last two episodes. Mm-hmm. So Baki still has to prove to Biscuit that he's a worthy opponent, basically. And the first thing he says that he needs to do is I'm gonna show Biscuit 
that I'm on an even playing field as him because Biscuit, the only thing Biscuit really has is that he can walk out of this jail whenever mm -hmm. he pleases. So I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to walk out of this thing and I'm going to make them walk me and escort me out of this building and then I'm going to just walk right back in. And that so, is Biscuit off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and he said it right to his face. He said, so to act like you're going to walk out and get freedom but then go right back into jail and act as if you actually the one that's free, that's a pretty big fucking joke. He said that in Biscuit's face. Biscuit about hit him with that Negro combo. <laughs> and it was going to be nasty. But he, but he held his composure because he still got to be Mr. Cool to be number one. So he held it in. And Tupac, he walked away. Then he proceeded to throw a bike through concrete. I still don't understand that to this day. A whole motorcycle bike. A whole motorcycle, yeah. Not, not a BMX bike. He, he a came Harley on a motorcycle. A yes. Harley Davidson. He threw it across He grabbed one side of the handlebars with one hand and threw that shit at least 100 yards into a garage and then threw it through concrete and told him to buy a new one. And if y'all haven't noticed, I hope it's really strong. <laughs> yeah. Please understand this. We are not talking about, we're not talking about no regular, regular, regular people right now. So long story short, of course, Baki breaking out of jail, putting himself back in. He still has to face a uh, minor consequence because he knocked out a few guards. So they put him into a uh, containment cell or whatever you want to call that thing. And they lock him up by his thumbs. That's actually like how they lock him up behind his back. So they put one thumb at the top, one thumb at the bottom, and he's literally locked in there by his thumbs. People who've probably seen prison stuff might know what that is. It looks pretty fucking painful. Um, anyways, Biscuit proceeds to go see this man, and I thought we was done with this, but he antagonizes him in the room oh and then decides to pee on him as well. Why? Why did That's I, my why? biggest issue with this show yes. all the goddamn pee why, why everybody want to pee on somebody it's already jail it's already jail why like i just don't understand that I, like i was watching it with my friend i'm like why is there so much pee in this show like why are they so obsessed with pee like no and you know depending on what you be looking for anime you might find some weird things to begin with but this we ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Disclaimer, if you do not like urine in your hands. If you don't like feeling uncomfortable watching things at all, you might not want to watch oh, this yeah. show. Because it's a it's a lot of moments oh, where things just get oh. very uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Let's, and, oh, oh yeah, and on top of that, um, we forgot to tell you how Biscuit fights. He fights in the speedo. I think they only really draw the speedo on just to give him some kind of clothes. I think Biscuit will feel just comfortable fighting Nick. It's really weird. Yeah, it, it, it look, y'all, we know this anime sounds weird, but it's good. No, yeah, it, but that's 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 Japan in a nutshell. Yeah. It's bizarre, but highly entertaining. So, anyways, yes, uh, and, and this is going to sound really weird, but yeah, he got, Baki got peed on by Biscuit. Jesus, I hope nobody, I got my window open. People probably don't. <laughs> I just I just said out loud that a biscuit peed on somebody. I don't even okay. Let's let's quickly end this podcast so I can go tell my neighbors I'm not crazy. Um Jesus. Okay. So yes, biscuit does that to, to Baki. Baki does not get a chance to shower or do anything. And long story short, the hand throwing begins. Baki is still chained up or still locked up with the thumb locks or thumb cuffs, whatever you want to call them, at the time of the beginning of the fight. He proceeds to dislocate all the joints in his back, shoulders, and wrists and fingers to pop out of these things. Don't ask me how he knows how to do that. He just proclaims that he's had world-class training from every Power of the pen. No, no, that that's that's from training. 
he actually got training for that as a kid. I don't I don't know. I don't but we'll, <laughs> I'll tell you about that off the air. We'll talk about that in the chat later. Um, he gets this weird power to do that, breaks out of this, and they proceed to throw hands. Of course, in the beginning of it, Baki's doing what he can, but you can tell that Biscuit's still toying with the man. He's not really he's not really feeling a challenge. He's not really feeling a threat because he understands that Baki is not in, in his true form right now. So um, long story short, but he's still but Biscuit's still pissed off. So he's not he's not pulling any punches on Baki. Uh -huh. So long story short, for the first part of this fight, as you guys know how animes used to go, somebody's getting the shit beat out of him. And yeah, it's one at first. Yeah. yeah. And all it took was after a few basically punches that were pretty much body slams. Like every time, every time Biscuit hits you, you're gonna hit the floor. Uh it was one punch that hit him so his head hit the ground so hard, his brain literally shook. And I guess it was oh, like okay. a fucking it's Mario Kart. No, oh, I, I it's I think it's like Mario Kart. When you hit the little damn lotto reel, you don't know what you're gonna get for the item drop. I guess he just had happened to get the, the best drop of endorphins that he could find. And this man literally goes on like an acid trip mid fight and gets powered up. Oh yeah, I forgot because it, it, it was thinking he was mad. That was funny. Yes, y'all y'all <laughs> need to understand. Baki's power up is the power of concussions. <laughs> this man literally loses brain cells to get strong. Don't understand it. Don't understand it. But I, I get it. He found his second and third win through basically going and blacking out in a, in this fight. So now they're on an even playing field. Baki's actually starting to push back on uh, Biscuit's attacks and makes Biscuit go into the ultimate fucking defense. And it's the oddest thing that you can possibly see, honestly, as far as a move in all of anime, or at least a, a fighting anime that I can say. This man rolls himself up into a fucking ball, a but it is a ball, ball, yes, a tight that ball of muscle on the ground. And at some point, I think Baki just proceeds to try and attack it to break through the muscle and, of course, gets trapped. Somehow gets absorbed into this ball of muscle that Biscuit has now made himself and starts to, I don't even know. Jason, how can you explain that? It's I, I don't know what happened. Like, it's like he got sucked in and Biscuit threw his ass against the wall. I don't know. I don't know what happened in there because you can't. And I'm just like, is. there's not much room inside of there. It's a dense thing of muscle. And and, and basically, Biscuit's body is the closest thing to iron that you're going to find in a human, at least in this show. That should have been suffocating. But once again, power of the pen. Okay, let's just, let's just write it down as power of the pen. Baki finds a way to escape. At this point, Baki's like, fuck all this. Gloves is off. I'm going to fight this man mano a mano, toe to toe. They start throwing hands, teeth start flying, blood starts going everywhere. And somehow, I, I still don't know to this day, Baki finds a way to overpower Biscuit and almost gets ready to land a decisive blow and instead punches and goes straight through a wall. I was like, cool, whatever. So <laughs> after that, after that, I'm, I'm just gonna bring this to a close with this. Uh, I think they were gonna proceed to fight still, but or, or something like that was gonna happen, but basically, Biscuit's girlfriend walks her big old diabetic ass on down the stairs or whatever she got. She actually has a real health condition. So let me stop playing with it. I don't yeah, know what it is. I forgot what they called it. What it was, it was big bitch disease. But <laughs> anyway, so she she wobbles her ass all the way from her little bed and tells him to stop and all this other that in the third. And we found out that she got a condition. So Biscuit, Biscuit lays off and just basically just lets Baki accept that he won. So 
Baki now just instantly gets released from prison. I don't know how, but his sentence just and, gets removed. I think Biscuit then, put in a word for him or something like that. And then not only that, Biscuit was like, oh yeah, you beat me, but just know I'm making sure your ass get as far away from this prison as possible. Matter of fact, you get a police escort, I don't ever want to see your ass here ever again. Mm-hmm. I think because nobody actually saw that fight, I think Biscuit ain't never going to tell the truth about it. Oh, hell no. But... <laughs> Either way, so now Biscuit gets to go back to being number one in the prison because he's the only active inmate who nobody can fuck with. Hopefully Mike Tyson gets out of jail at some point. We don't know what the fuck happened to him. Mr. Second goes back to his island because he just broke away in the middle of the, the middle of the damn season and just went back to his island. He's big time chilling, drinking on pina coladas and shit, who knows? And then like what Jason just said, Baki got escorted out of there and does his own thing to go back and search for his father. Now, before this season ends, they, they start to show what's gonna happen next season. They find an actual fucking caveman primal being motherfucker who is basically frozen in like an ice age capsule thing uh, in an underground facility. I don't even know whose facility it is. They did not get any input on that. But But I know this guy. Jason, you haven't seen him yet. This guy has the ability to change his draw structure to the point where he can literally take a chunk out of a T-Rex and kill it with his teeth. I really hope that that is what they play on next because oh that's the next season sir because I've read something like it I've read Baki here and there so I know some of these characters and that I cannot wait to see because one thing that kind of turned like kind of threw me off of the season it wasn't as violent as the other seasons it was it's- it's it was, not as it's not as violent because this was just about biscuits yeah. biscuits thing biscuit yeah, never was, really got violent yeah it was like more tame than anything and now i think about it you would even though biscuit is stronger than baki way stronger than baki it makes sense that that baki won because now i thought about now i think about it, biscuit he doesn't really know how to fight it's just pure no. raw strength mm-hmm. he's really just a bodybuilder yeah he's, day. yeah he's just a bodybuilder so I'm like, so I'm like, damn, he, he's the second strong over well, we gonna find out he was he, uh, he's the strongest American, but damn, the bar. Mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, like that just goes to show though, um, honestly, like Biscuit, if, if he ever took it serious, that's what a, that's what the show keeps kind of poking fun at the entire time. If he took yeah. it serious. Yeah, I'm not saying he'll ever handle, you know, stand a chance against Yujiro by any means, but because oh, yeah, no. yeah, I think at this point he would have to restart life and like have a whole new meaning of like preparing to even try to fight him if he wanted to. But um, still, he could definitely hold down the title of second strongest for as long as he wanted to if he took martial arts serious along oh, with it. Oh, yeah, but honestly, with with his body and his frame, I don't really besides like you know grappling arts and stuff like that. I don't know what he would really do. Like, cause I remember he had like that whole judo run that he did. Yeah. And stuff like that but you know like he, he would dominate that but either way let's uh let, let me let me get back to that part that i was talking about because i know there's there's gonna be two i'm gonna just say two arcs or two main villains that you're gonna need to look out for so that guy the, the primal guy i don't know his name i just i've seen him and passing through the mangas i know what he is he's capable of this this he's different prepare for something different whenever that new season comes out you're not gonna see baki versus user at all but you're gonna see an insane motherfucker get released on, onto the streets and then next up after him if they follow the order properly is gonna be i don't even know how but musashi or a world famous fucking samurai or world famous swordsman from japan comes back into the show 
I don't even know how it happens. I might have to read this manga because you need this to. Sound, this because sounds so crazy. That's that's and why I've been I wanting to see that. this I show because it. yeah, I love, I, it. I love it too, and that's why I've been so. I've been waiting for this for so long because I just wanted to see like how in the fuck are they gonna actually make this make sense? So I don't know what happens after those two. They might they might skip one. They might keep the other because they already mentioned Musashi in this season. So I know he's coming. But I know for sure he's coming. One thing I will oh, and if you haven't realized or not, we love Baki. We love love Baki. Like it just we just love it. But one thing I do give Baki credit to because correct me if I'm wrong. Like Netflix kind of started the whole bringing back the beat-em-up animates the mainstream with Baki. Because I can't remember the last beat-em-up I seen that was current before Baki. Yeah, I think before that, all they really had on there was just just mainstream yeah. animes. And I mean, definitely not beat-em-up style, but I mean, like, Hajime no Ippo is the only thing I can really kind of yeah, think and, of. But that's that's like, pretty old. That's, that's still from, yeah. like, around the time of Baki, honestly. Yeah, it's, like, still 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, besides the, the little remake that they had, that's really all that it was. But I like Baki because, you know, it like it's kind of like it brings you back to the beat em up games where it's crazy stuff, but it's fun. And Wait, did, you, did you say games or games? I, I missed it. Games, like, you know, like, oh. the, like the beat em up game, like, you know, how everybody. Oh, like, uh, like the Streets of Rage yeah. and all that shit like that? Yeah, like everybody disproportioned and they're extremely powerful. I like that because. It's something different to anime I haven't seen in a minute. Mm-hmm. And then and it's, it's, and it's and it's extreme. It's just extremely entertaining. Yeah, it, it's like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get no complex story. It's just one of those entertaining animes that will want you to see the next season episode because it yeah. just keeps throwing something new at you. And I like that because I'm gonna segue into another anime that is kind of like it. It's Kengen Ashura. I like both of those because it focuses on a tournament. We don't get many tournament arts out of it, and we, if we do get tournament arts nowadays, they're not that entertaining. They're not <laughs> that they, I love my hero, but that tournament art was kind of man. <laughs> let's let's just let's not even talk my hero at but, this point. But at this point. But I will say Kenyon Ashra and Baki are my two favorite like as far as tournaments go, they they they're my top because it doesn't stop the fight for anything. You see a fight, you get a little backstory in between the fight, and it's a nice back and forth fight. Yeah, yeah most definitely. All the time with those, with both of those. And I just wanted to kind of score it, like with a review, kind of review score. Okay. And I, I'm not I'm not doing a totality thing because we didn't really even, oh. like, you know, kind of go back and forth about it. But I just, just off the top of my head, like, because the so, thing that you mentioned was a story. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm about to say, and I'm just saying, the way that we rate things, I'm trying to, I'm, find something new but i give it one to ten popcorn buckets so you know okay okay so once you give your 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 review let me know if it's worth bringing the popcorn well i would definitely say i'm going to tell you now this one's definitely worth bringing your popcorn because you you definitely want to go for this action but i'm i'm breaking it down to three categories for me just as Mm -hmm. far as what i would kind of rate so for the first for the story um that's honestly like what you said that's definitely the weakest part of baki as a whole because if if you remove the fights from this or remove the action from this this is definitely a bare bones oh, yeah. kind of anime that doesn't really have anything going for it uh because the story is it's very straightforward it's literally just a young guy just trying to challenge his father who is not such a great uh role model kind of person 
and that's that's really that's really all it is he just goes on these adventures and it, it doesn't really build on anything but it, it does enough it does enough to keep you entertained and you do care enough at least to see how the characters develop so story i only give that four popcorn buckets out of ten just because you know it's it's not really much there it's just kind of just on the surface to kind of give a reason to have people fight but next thing you know flowing into the action or the actual uh fight scenes whatever you want to call it i'm giving that 10 out of 10 yeah and, and the reason why is because there's not been there might be some some downtime in between fights in the show to where you're kind of tapping your foot but when the hands get thrown it's always tired. it's always entertaining it's, oh. it's just entertaining to see what new power this person's gonna bring out or what new crazy tactic is this person gonna use to get out of a situation it's it's always something new creative and typically besides this season pretty fucking violent but satisfying oh. <laughs> so Definitely 10 out of 10 for that. And then lastly, I just want to say about the actual characters as a whole, as far as the uh, the design of them, you know, just like the art style and flow with them. I'm going to give that an eight just because I've been a fan of Baki since I honestly was like three or four years old because Baki, Baki the Grappler was the first show that came out. And I've always just been a fan of his design and just seeing how he's developed over time. And now he's become this 18 year old superstar fighter basically inside this show. So I would, I would definitely give that an eight. The only thing, the reason why I wouldn't give it a 10 is because these are still some over-the-top characters that don't even really have like a background as to why they're so freakishly strong. It's not like an inheritance. It's just literally just if you if you combined anime with meth heads, you basically get this. <laughs> but okay, I, Jason, go ahead. So what would you give this series as a whole? Just a full score? Oh, so the entire series, not just yeah. the season? Yeah, just the entire series. I would I would just give it uh let's see. I would give it a solid eight. And the reason why I would say eight is because it's, like I said, the story is lacking, but everything else that comes with it, because you, you don't go into this for a story. They, even with the trailer that you will see for this, just the first episode that you see, you understand this is not a story driven anime by any means. So yeah, I'm definitely willing to look past that and just say that all the fights are excellent. The music is pretty good. The actual character, character design and the fights within that are all well animated. And I, I don't really see a reason to knock it down too far. I was going to say seven at first, but I think because it's just such an exciting and enjoyable time and eight is just is just a sweet spot for me. I wouldn't go any higher and I wouldn't go any lower for a show that I think uh, being kind of biased is kind of one of my favorites right now to watch. And I can't wait for the next season. Definitely can't wait. I got you. I got you. All right. Now, we got his take out for me. I love this anime and I guess it... I mean, of course, you know me, I love film. I'm trying to pursue film, so I love story. But I like how animes like this is bringing back to where you don't need, you still need story, but you don't need a complex story for it to be entertaining. Yeah. Ba Baki, it is the craziest shit ever. It's legit. If you if you rip it down, it's a nigga want to fight his daddy because it's a nigga want to fight his daddy. Why he want to fight his daddy? I you probably had to go back to the '90s show to figure out why. Want me to tell you? Yeah, he basically feels that his uh, father is responsible for his mother's death, so it's it's kind of some deep rooted shit there. Okay, well yeah, well not that bad, well yeah, but but like, <laughs> but like, but it, it's still some, it's not like too too complex, but <clears throat> not at all. But the show is just so entertaining. It it's like it's like you go. It's like you go to your all-you-can-eat buffet. The food there, it ain't gonna be gourmet. 
but it's all you can eat. It's all everything. It's gonna have everything you want. Baki is an all you can eat buffet of just fighting and violence. And I love it when they can get creative with it because they get really creative with some of the things that they do. My food analogy is basically eating the best wings you can find in the strip club while they're shooting in the parking lot at the same time. No, oh, well, you know what? That analogy makes sense because shit does get crazy. Yes, like you're you're just in the middle of watching, like you got all the enjoyment because you're watching cheeks clapping, but you know it's dangerous. It's just bullets flying in the background. Like you just think you just it's just a nonstop great time. I just I don't know. That's the best way to enjoy when I think about Baki. But it does a great job. Unlike you know Dragon Ball Z growing up, it gave us nothing but fighting. But it was a lot of just beam struggles and whatnot. You mm -hmm. won't find the quote unquote beam struggles. It's legit hands and the way that they choreograph the fights and the conclusions it's just creative mm -hmm. and it's actual martial arts and actual yeah, historical facts about the martial yeah. arts that are being you know, introduced in between so it's that, all great that one be over because i love martial arts so that won't be over so from the story to the characters some characters they're kind of over the top and <laughs> kind of over the top but i like them because they're giving us something to grab onto and they charismatic. A lot of them are charismatic. Mm -hmm. But I will give, I'm, I'm with Rod. I gotta give it an eight out of 10 popcorn bucket. So, you know, this is worth bringing your popcorn. But also, you might want to bring a first aid kit because it's gonna get blood. It, it gonna get blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's most definitely something, something that, um, if you if you don't get a warning or a filter about it, it's, it can surprise a lot. For, for this to be just an animated show. But now I, you mentioned one, <clears throat> excuse me, you mentioned one earlier, King and Ashura. I, I uh, passed on this one when you first recommended it, like about a year or so ago to me. I can't remember exactly when you recommended it. Yeah, but you, you told me about it and I was like, hey, watch that shit. I'm waiting for Baki and Baki only. Like I was, I was just so, you know, face first in, into this whole Baki spiel at the time, but I gave it a chance, y'all. And now, Jason, I have to pose this question to you because I'll, I'll save King and Ostrich if you want to have that full discussion another time. Can. Yeah, we can do that another time. Yeah, but basically, Jason, yeah, what's up? which one do you think has the most potential right now to become a bigger Ooh. show? If if Kingan comes back. That, that's the thing. I, I, would say, I would only say if Kingan comes back is just because I feel like, you no. Know, you're a huge true fan of Baki, so you know the source material. I feel like Kangen is more for like it's it's more for the casual viewers, just because it's not like even though Baki isn't that complex, this is like less complex. This this is <laughs> yeah, like, it's, this is literally just tournament. This person, this person. Let's let's get to it. But but they they're. Uh, whoever made that manga, they smart because they know a lot of people. What did they like growing up in the States and back in the motherland? They love Dragon Ball Z. And what, and what was Dragon Ball Z? Nothing but fighting. Mm -hmm. it, so I do like that. So I will say if Kenyon keeps going because it has 300 chapters, it can. Sheesh. Yeah, so yeah, it's up there in chapters. So it has the more potential only if it keeps going. But if Baki, if they keep being consistent, that's the thing, consistency. I feel like if Baki's more consistent, I feel like Baki will be bigger. You know, 
funny enough, I got to say this, depending on how this tournament ends and what comes after the tournament of King and Asura, I actually think it might be bigger. And the, the reason the reason why I think that is because, albeit, the fights are very hype and entertaining for, for me, for Baki, but I have to be real. I only really enjoy them as much as I do because I've been a fan for so long. Yeah, true. And, and I and I have this like attachment to it because this was like one of my childhood animes and movies that I used to watch growing up. But respecting and understanding Kingan for what it is right now and seeing that it's not really just about you you really with that show because you talked about it Jason. You don't really know who's going to win mm-hmm. in those fights. Like Oma, who is the main character of King and Ashra, by the way, he's strong. He has abilities to do all kinds of things in that show. But at the same time, they've shown that this nigga can be humbled without a moment's notice by anybody that he steps into that arena with. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I like that show. And, and you know, now thinking about it, you might be right. If they keep me pushing out them seasons, it can be more big just because... Baki, like unlike Baki, if you really think about it, there's not many fights in Baki. Mm-mm. And and it's like the whole season is always just leading up to one large fight. Besides the first season, where where you know yeah. when the prisoner, like every every episode had some crazy matchup that was kind of unexpected. That was great. But at least the last two seasons of Baki, it's just really just been us waiting to see when he was going to face his dad or when he was going to face Biscuit. We've really only been hyped for those two fights because we knew, even with the prison art, we knew, well, the most recent art, we knew it was not going to be an upset to where Mr. Second was going to find a way to beat Biscuit. Yeah. We knew that. You don't you don't think that. When you see a fight pop off in Kenyon, you might be betting at first, when you first start watching, you're going to be thinking, oh, this guy's built like this or he has this kind of, you know, look to him. And the next thing you know, his neck getting broken and he's on the ground dead or something like that and like you didn't even see that coming and it breaks i I, i'm a sucker for this but the ex the exposition i like in this show because it tells you about the martial art and the person Mm -hmm. itself all within that time frame in that episode which i love yes you get you get full fights full breakdown like you just said and like just just a everything within 20 minutes if not even less sometimes and that's that's perfect yeah and you know what y'all you know what fuck it because i'm having so much fun my friend ryan i'm gonna bring him back i'm gonna rewatch king and i'm gonna bring him back because we gotta talk about that show too because <laughs> man it just i love how netflix they finally like netflix, i love how the world is opening their eyes to anime now like people more accepting of anime now and just everything overseas in general because there's so much entertaining media around the world like all it took was just a, just enough time for the execs to finally get on the internet and see yeah just like, how encapsulating this stuff can actually be for everybody and it's not it's not just one group of little weird weird looking people that want to watch this stuff all the time yeah. it's actually think, everybody who can enjoy it i think it's more that people from our generation and the generation and like the generation before the generation x i think it's called mm-hmm. but like we're kind of the ones that stepped on the anime train because there's even anime before us if you wanted to talk about like you know if you go on the 80s route this is the north yeah. star you can go way back you can even go back to like gundam in like the late 60s or early 70s kind of stuff but like that's the thing about it like it comes down to you got to think about it 
it was accessibility. There was no internet. Yeah, there was no way to, to just walk into a store and read Shonen. Yeah, like there, true. there was really no no way to get introduced to it because it all at this at that time they would just see a Japanese language on a piece of paper and just be like, well, that's not for my English speaking ass, and just walk on past it. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh. to us, we're intrigued by all of that stuff because we know we can go online and find out more about it and get a way to actually understand that culture and understand exactly like you know xyz and the third and then and see so many different ways of, of viewing stuff so it's it's a blessing man to kind of like come up in this age right now and get a chance to see it while it's starting to finally thrive and become i would say one of the most popular forms of entertainment that's out there to be honest i would say it is the popular form of entertainment because just think about how much stuff has been inspired by anime you look at mm-hmm. I, I know you don't read many comics you have read the most modern comics but a lot of these comics they have that manga art style a lot of these tv shows nowadays like i was telling you the most weird the most coolest spot i've seen was from a show on nick a teenage Mutant nickelodeon teenage Mutant turtle show where they oh fought, i heard about they, that one. where they fall straight and it had the they had the anime style and mm-hmm. it was it just so cool so and remember i haven't seen it i've not yeah. seen this either but just another uh example the batman they had like a whole didn't they have like a batman like yeah, an anime batman, style batman movie or batman something like that? a lot of people didn't like it but i loved it just because i love anime and yeah it was, and, and, and it was a that's... batman anime two of my favorite things you know how much i love batman you know how much i love anime you put them together <laughs> I would mortgage my house <laughs> so so yeah man like that's my thing like it's just it's crazy to see it like the fact that people are now so accepting or just loving of that eastern or you know culture from the other side of the world compared to like back in the day where all we had was what well, well, damn I can't remember like Flintstones and you know like the cartoons like there was yeah. nothing that was being animated over here besides the Saturday morning cartoon specials like Popeye and all that kind of shit or, or your, your random Disney specials but that was really it yeah thankfully that's not the same case because now but, shit the only time i think of disney i think of kingdom hearts that's for another discussion <laughs> but like but like we're gonna go to the next segment because we ain't gonna try to hold you too long but just know baki season parts one two three and four they are available on netflix netflix please sponsor me please so if you need so if you need a good time baki will give you a great time most deaf so uh jason do you want to break it down into a part one part two and kind of come back to this later on because i think we already passed an hour oh i think we can fit it. i think we, we can fit it all because i'm pretty sure the second one won't take long okay gotcha gotcha let's do it now we talked about the one anime now what we're about to give y'all is our personal top five animes and boy i can talk about this all day but we're gonna try to keep it a little short so right when of course when did you when what when did you grab a hold of the anime the anime bug oh okay so like origin story of how i started to fall in love with this so one time you know i was at this uh this person's house and i found this random magazine it was called brother sister i'm playing um, <laughs> oh no oh no, no. <laughs> I'm fucking with you guys. But uh um typical thing, kind of like what I just was mentioning in the uh previous discussion. It it kind of happened on accident. Like I was I was just uh about 3 or 4 years old. I just got from like a little pre-K or like head start class that was like near my grandmother's house. And uh my cousin who was like a little bit older than me, 
was showing me like this show or just talking about this show and i didn't know what it was but it just intrigued me because i was used to seeing cartoons like you know like the typical rugrats and stuff like that where i was at but i didn't once again uh well i'm from georgia i don't know where you guys all are from around the world but i lived in the, the countryside of georgia and this is before we had satellites or cable tv so this was a, a different time so anyways i didn't have accessibility to this one channel but he did at his house and my grandmother did at her house and there was a segment called tonight the first thing that came on there that caught my attention just like any random young child at that time was dragon Ball Z. and the first episode that i ever saw of that was when goku was fighting frieza in that final stage like of the planet about to be destroyed you know the, the the luxurious meme of saying that it's five minutes but it really took five fucking hours to finish that one fight but anyways like just seeing that and just like the amount of hypeness now i know you talked about the basically the beam struggles and stuff like that i know that can be annoying at this point but for a kid like myself who had never seen anything close to that before like the closest thing i saw that was like power rangers it blew my mind yeah. it absolutely blew my mind and i just wanted to see more of it and just understand more of it because i didn't even get a chance to watch it when i went back home i just had to sit around at the house and just be like dang so this this uh this goku guy he powered up and his hair turned gold his hair, like i was like and he was he was all muscled up and punching this guy and like all this stuff was going on the planet's about to blow up and i'm like i don't even understand this being a young kid but like that was when like i just got intrigued to see anime because I, I knew that that was beyond the realm of human possibility even though i couldn't put that in the words at the time but i knew it was something cool and creative that i was seeing on tv so that's when i first got into it thankfully dragon ball z is not in my uh, top five anymore but that was it so what well, was I mean, yours jason now for me like i said you know, I, we, we 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 me and Rod are not just kids so it's gonna be the same dragon ball got me into anime like i remember toonami was such a big thing which we should thank Cartoon Network because it introduced a lot of us to to the anime. But thank I was you Cartoon Network. Thank you, Mr. Bloom, for voicing Tom and also my favorite characters of all time. Thank you. Cartoon Network, please sponsor me. Um, but <laughs> Steve Bloom, please follow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, legend. But I think what really got me into it, I, Mom. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be watching this. But the anime, you say you better not say Bible Black, you nasty no, bastard. No, oh, okay. the anime that got me really hooked because Dragon Ball was cool for the fights, but I like man, I need some, like, but I need something that was like hold with the stories. Because I was a kid, I loved books growing up. Berserk, R.I.P. to the manga. To the manga. How old were you when you was watching Berserk? Oh, I was, I, I was right about when did Berserk? When the anime come out? 98? Anyway, it's been out longer than that. I it has? I think so. Well, I was, it was about like, it was about like, I would say 98, 99 when I, when I watched it. Cause you know, because you know, we just had Dragon Ball and I really didn't watch many of I watched some of the anime. It came out, it came out in 97. 97, okay, so yeah, 98, 99. But that, but that right there, it was not for kids. But it also showed me it had a story that was so complex that gripped me. And that was the first thing, the first thing I ever watched where I just felt betrayed towards the end of I just felt betrayed. But it did such a good job of making me care for the dude that did this because like, dang, he did all this. But then when you look back at like, he kind of told you at the beginning. But that's what got me into anime, 
and that made me see because I, I was one of them kids i was like i gave him the peer pressure I, some people talked about like oh dragon ball you watch dragon ball c or pokemon you, like you should watch that that's good stuff i ran into that but then when i finally saw dessert i said no fuck that anime is amazing so that that got me into watching more and more and nowadays it's kind of sad to say but i watch anime more than i watch regular television nowadays and it's nothing wrong with that it's just a form of entertainment yeah just anybody who, anybody who doesn't understand that needs to get out of their head because we watching something that might not be real but if you like your reality tv show more than this then you need to get a grip on what's reality yourself but anyway yeah but yeah but like berserk i'm gonna just like and just segue segue into it berserk i put it at my number five only reason why it's at my number five oh. only reason it's at my number five is because we just never got a never going to get a conclusion and once again i forgot the man's name but r.i.p to the grandfather of dark fantasy yeah. without without him we would not have a lot of things without him we would not have one of my favorite book series of all time lord of the rings he he is he he founded a lot of a lot of a lot of these movies and things that we like and Lord of the Rings is head like Lord of the Rings. You can see the, you can see the movies like the movies. You can see the influence from Berserk, like. Mm-hmm. So I gotta put it number five, but it's not finished, and I don't think it'll ever be finished because I don't know who would want to fill that man's shoes. But I put it, I put it at my number five. Just anime, anime. Now we talk my one the other hand might be number one, but. <laughs> But anime, I gotta say number five. And we just gonna go back and forth. So, what about you, man? What's your number five? All right. Well, that's definitely respectable. Highly respectable. Um, I just just want to say shout outs to same thing. Um, the creator and everything like that. You know, R.I.P. Unfortunately, like you just said, that's a, that was a wonderful just building story arc, all that kind of stuff that they were building over there. But we, I I can go ahead and say we're probably never gonna see the end of that. But my number five is a little bit different. I wanted to make at least one of one of my lists here a modern pick from something that's like still recently either aired or continuing and hopefully gets like its new season two. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but I'm pretty sure it will be soon. But um, Jujutsu Kaisen, that's my number five. And I oh, have wow. to roll with that because that show, I, I put it so high because I had little to no expectation with that show and that became the thing that i would wake up early to check my phone and check my laptop for each and every saturday to see if the new episode was dropping and would watch it religiously and not be disappointed besides maybe like one to two episodes in there but i I get it it was like the first ever season so that's kind of expected And, and man it was like when you started to see certain parts of it, uh, I don't know if anybody's seen it, so I don't want to drop too many spoilers and on that. That's still a- animated too. Got to huh? Yeah, yeah I, that's what I, I was gonna get on that. Like, it's just like I don't want to spoil or say too much, but basically, when you first see the show, you think it's gonna be like, huh? It's probably gonna be okay, more funny than action or something like that, maybe. And then the, the, the damn art style and just everything that picks up during these fights and during all these different situations lord jesus it's it's insane i i love that show it's it's hard for me to find really any issues with it and honestly it could end up being even higher on my top five if it becomes consistent 
and picks up picks up from where season one left off. Hopefully they do that and don't go a filler route. But yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, definitely number five for me. And to all of you anime gatekeepers, so what if this anime is kind of like Bleach or Naruto? Why does it fucking matter? It really doesn't matter because half of the matter? characters that you guys love came from Japanese lore anyways. They're not original characters. The mm -hmm. whole Ninetale Fox, that's been in Japanese lore. Goku, Goku. that's Son Goku. Goku. That's the monkey. That's the monkey, dude. Like, chill out. They didn't right. make that. Half the damn characters, Kakarot is a damn carrot. Vegeta is a vegetable king. Okay, it's not creative. It's not the greatest thing of all time. But we That's the main it. reason why I don't. Ooh, let me stop. All right, pick but, we, but, pick but we just but we love anime because it entertains us. We're gonna leave it there. Yes. So, now. so please stop putting things on a high horse on a pedestal that can't be topped. All right. That's why we got picked on those kids. But, but <laughs> for, for, my, for my number four, man, this is hard. This is really hard. But I gotta say, my number four, it's not serious. It is the groundbreaking movie by Kira. Yeah. You know, I was actually going to talk about that too. Uh, sorry to jump in, but like when you were mentioning like the first story or something that like really like captivated you with like oh, anime, yeah. that's actually that's actually it for me. Like when when it when it became more than just watching a fight scene or something of that nature, Akira was the first one that really got me to be like, holy shit, this is a, this is a brilliant, just a brilliant piece of work, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, 100% agree. Go ahead, man. My bad. And I'm like, you good, man? Conversation. But this Akira, the reason why Akira for me is because even to this day, which is so crazy, because a lot of animation from back in the day, the shows are still good, but they just look ashy. This film graphically still holds up. Mind you, this was made in what night in the 1980s, if I'm not mistaken. I think late 80s, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So or mid 80s. It was I, yeah, 1988. It came to the West. So I would say, like Akira, I feel like the most beautifully animated films I've seen far as anime is probably this and the Miyazaki movies. Those are just amazingly animated. But reason why I put some number four is because it was just so diff. It was just. It was a it was something like an apocalyptic sci-fi film mm -hmm. in, in anime form, mm -hmm. and it did not it did not hold back with the themes that they wanted to tackle. It tackled themes such as morality and and brother and like basically morality. Morality, I think brotherhood. I think see the brotherhood of friendship. One of those. Yeah, things. it was it was a little bit of both. For and sure. then and then it was just like the movie's so complex and it gripped me i can i legit watch it annually y'all that's how much i love this movie i watch it probably every five months just because this movie is so good and akira he was one of those and like i forgot the man i forgot the actual character's name but he was just his design was cool as hell it, it was just cool. Yeah, I mean, his design and that bike that he had is still very yeah. iconic. So yeah. much so, they even put it in Cyberpunk 2077, like recently, yeah. like all kinds of stuff. So I put it at my top just because it's close to my heart, and it's 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 iconic. It's iconic. It's like one of those things you talk about anime, you can't forget to mention Akira. Mm -hmm. But that's my top. But that's my number four. Rob, what you got for number four, man? I got you. And the, well, ooh, excuse me. Yeah. So the next one on my list, uh, 
I'm still kind of battling over here between three and four, but I'm just gonna go ahead and just name a number four at this point. Uh, whew. it's an incredible, it's an incredible show. It's very short. A lot of my, a lot of mine that's actually up here are very short animes. I know a lot of people. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys now, the 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 three kings of long running shows, which are, you know, your Dragon Ball, your One Piece, and your your Naruto. They're not on here. Not on my list. Great shows, but I, I just uh, I for that. personal personal I, I don't have them. But anyway, so my next one is only about twenty five to twenty six episodes long, and that is Samurai Champloo. And the reason why is because it is it's the kind of anime that I that I love. It is short, but it, it has all great pieces set throughout it. And one thing that goes, I think that's kind of missed with the show is that the lo-fi or the music pieces that are put into this it's it blew my mind I, I didn't think it was going to be something like this it's a hilarious show it has all the action that you need and it actually starts to build upon this crazy little story about this girl who's in search for a sunflower samurai and actually makes you start to care about these three characters knowing that uh can i can i i guess i can drop a spoil on this this show isn't new but you know that they're in search for this one guy and that as soon as it's done they're fated to break up as a group and you just start to know that when you get close to the end you don't want them to split for any given reason so anyways yeah it was it was a great show i had a lot of attachments to each character love each character love the style and the music definitely number four on my list i respect that i respect that now top three and i'm going to tell you all this right now two animes that will not be on my list is Dragon Ball Z and One Piece. I'm sorry, I know they great shows, but Damn, Dragon Ball, you ninja loving bastard. But it it but it put Dragon Ball holds a close place in my heart. But I can't put it. I, just for me, I love it. Can't put it. One Piece. I'm still watching it. I'm on episode like 500. I had to take a mental break because it's too many episodes. I can't put that. But. <laughs> But for my number three, oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna rough a lot of feathers. But I gotta say, fuck it, it's a it's some new it's new anime for the for the new generation. But man, I gotta say, Attack on Titan. I gotta say, really? I gotta say, Attack on Titan, man. Really? You're just man. Elaborate man. on that. Okay, people. But all y'all saying, why do you say Attack on Titan? You know, anime. Listen, y'all do not understand. I'm watched from episode from season one to season four and i read some of this manga this is some of the best storytelling and long-running storytelling you will find in an anime what's that main character guy's name aaron or something aaron like oh yeah. nothing about that aaron has the most logical and the best character development in a character only i say logical because things don't always gotta go right I'm just going to, that's all I'm going to say. Things are always got to go right. And I love that this, that this creative state, he actually took he a lot tackles of, things that way. Yeah, he tackles things that way. And, and I ain't going to lie. When you get to the third, fourth season, it, it hits a lot of beats about today, about, about classism, socialism, and racism. And I love that. I love that. And the action is so, chef's kiss. Action. The action is chef's kiss. I'm gonna have to. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and actually give that show a chance. Um, Jason has been getting on my ass to watch a few shows over yeah, the past couple of years. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling. Some it does. It just break. it doesn't it doesn't get me, man. I don't know. I just every time I see like a clip of it, it's just some big 
goofy ass motherfuckers running in the field and just beating up shit and like or killing people i i don't know i don't know like i i, I, I actually need to I, I need to follow this story a little bit more to like, get more attachment to it you, and you i'll give it season, a chance you watch season one right yeah i watch i watch season one okay so i'm just saying years this. ago by the way I, i'm saying this. season one after season one there's titans but it doesn't focus mainly on them just killing titans i'm just put it that way that's why it does such a one i think what got me to put it in my top three of all time for my personal opinion just because of the 180 that it takes the 180 that it takes and what it does after it takes that 180 that's why i love it so much and it's one of the few animes besides aaron voice that can't stand his american ass but i love I, the the english dub is actually serviceable it's actually serviceable the, these voice actors are competent, except for Aaron's. Anything that he does, even in Seven Deadly Sins, I I, I cannot do his voice. I cannot <laughs> I cannot do his voice. But yeah, that's my that's my number three. All be, right. Be nice to me in the Facebook group, though, please. They're gonna be cool, man. I think I think AOT, at least with like the current generation, they rock with it. I, I just gotta give it a fair chance. I think one of these random random weekends or something, I'll get to it. Definitely respectable though. But um, okay, so number three for me, I'm going with one of my favorites, uh, and mostly the remake version of it. That might have just gave it away to Jason, but um Hunter Hunter, top oh, three. Don't at me, cuz if you got a problem with that, meet me outside. We can throw hands until the break of dawn. And you better hope I don't pull no karaoke and pull up with that shovel <laughs> grave for your ass. Look, this show is hands down one of the main things that I am still keeping hope for that will come back and finally finish the damn job. I have been waiting for this show to finish for so many years, going on like a decade now. Y'all, don't sleep on this show. It looks so kid-friendly with the trailer. You just see a little little two couple young boys running around together. One's got a fishing rod. and That ain't what this show about, cuz. That ain't what this show about, no. Oh, no. This this ain't this ain't a show for the weak. This ain't a show for the weary. These kids grew up fast. Okay, I'm just gonna say that for you. It went from it went from Gome trying to look for his daddy to to. How can I explain this? We went from a boy trying to look for his daddy to a boy trying to kill an ant. Okay, I know that don't make sense. It don't make sense, but it does if you watch the show. And the Chimera Ant that is the last arc that was the biggest surprising like i don't know just like big surprise as far as just how good that shit was jason like yeah. I, I have to say that i really want to put i really want to put it higher but i'm just the last two i got just like out of major respect for like my childhood shit that that's why i can't put them any lower but hunter hunter has some of the best villains that you can find in anime at least for an and for an entire show there's there's not there's not just one good good bad guy throughout the continuation of it there's consistent seasons with consistently good bad guys from i think his name is metawim i can't remember how to say his name exactly his i'm gonna go ahead and say it i choked up that man's final moments playing that little board game with, with homegirl while he while she was going well she was already blind i believe and he was dying from the poison and she chose to stay and die by his side man get out of here cuz get out yeah. of here anyways um go ahead my bad jason man you don't get no 
no back, back no no pushback for me. Cause Hunter Hunter, one of the one of the greatest. I just I, I me personally, I just couldn't put it in my top five. But it is definitely there. It is I will I will rewatch that show. It's one of the shows I will rewatch. That's the that's the thing. Like these last three for me are the ones that I can honestly throw on on my TV at any point, any given day, and I can watch them and and thoroughly enjoy them. Not feel like I'm being bored to death by sitting through things. I can just thoroughly enjoy watching them again. So yes, Hunter Hunter for me is number three. Um, except for Hisoka, he can go burn in hell. And let's move on and go to the next one. And what we, what, so we at top two now, right? Yes, sir. The big two bad ones, man. Let's see what we got. All right. So my top two, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will guess. But number two for me is the... I feel like the grandfather of filler. <laughs> I don't know what it is. All right, y'all, it's been real. My name is Star Strikes. I'm going to go ahead and leave this whole meeting. Go ahead and tell them. Me, I would say Naruto and this oh. Just Naruto, Naruto as a whole. Not just Naruto, but Shippuden as well. Reason why it's my top, it's in my top two. Just because I love how they made a lot of these characters relatable, even though they're doing some crazy ass shit. And mind you, they like 12, 13 years old, like, hey, we gonna train to be a ninja and go to war and possibly die and kill other people. But they made so many characters that I could cling to. Rock Lee, I cling to because Rock Lee, he was the, he was the one, he, for one, he gave us the most badass fight in the original series with Gara, one of the most badass fights in anime history. Y'all can add me at that one. But they made them, but he, but they made them not just, they made them characters relatable. Rock Lee, he was the type that perseveres, never gives up. He's not talented like everybody else, but he tries hard. And I guess for me, being some, being like that, because everybody know, everybody know me in, in person, I don't have, I'm not, like I've always felt certain ways about my height and my abilities, but seeing Rock Lee when I was younger, like, you know what? He got a point, you work with what you got. So I love that Shikamaru, we all can relate to Shikamaru. He is a smart, he is one of the smartest people in this class, but he's just lazy. So I, I, I like that. I like that. And like Rob said, he, he shed a tear. He shed a tear one of the moments. Man, you, you want moments? Naruto got moments for you ass man i could go through the list of heartbreaking moments but i love the moments they give us we get some great payoffs don't watch forward to that don't exist well up until the most current arc you can watch but everything else that don't exist but yeah for me i just feel like i love naruto so much just because it how how, how it made me fall in love with those characters all them years ago and to still follow them to this day it's like basically they basically like my uncle like my uncle was in my television and i grew up and i grew up with them you we follow these kids from the time they 12 years old to the time now where they adults the shit's still going on but that is my number two and 
Yeah, he put the Rugrat ninjas on there. Hey, yeah, he grew you, up. He grew up with the the hey, Tommy hey, Bill pickles of fucking hey, ninjas. Hey, ninjas. Hey, you hush your I'm mouth. joking. I'm only throwing shade because God damn, that show is. If it wasn't for One Piece, I would definitely crown that show the king of filler, man. Good God Almighty. Hey, don't and get about Bleach. Don't get about Bleach. <laughs> Bleach is not as bad as Naruto. You take that back. <laughs> you take that back right now. All right, you just mentioned this whole new show is like not even good until the last arc. I wonder why. But anyways, nah, no, no real shade, guys. I'm just joking. Um, trying to give Jason a slight hard time, but nah, I, I have no real issue, no kind of uh complaints about Naruto. And of course, that's your own personal list, so and then I can say about it anyways. But great pick, great pick. That's definitely gonna be more fan service than my number two, because my number two is for the old head tsunami fans only. Um, <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, put it at number two. Okay, okay. The reason why is because I, I, I look, use K Yurameshi to the day I die, bro. I'm telling you now, I I secretly I knew I would have looked stupid as hell in it growing up, but I wanted to get that all green jumpsuit all the time Dang, growing man. up as a kid. Man. I'm not I'm not even playing, bro. I wanted to be I wanted to be the little Yurameshi game at school every Wait, day, bro. What? Was that the anime that started Truck Kuna, if, if I'm not mistaken? Or did that started what? Truck Kuna, how in Isekai, everybody get hit by a truck? Or, or did he just get hit by a car? He got hit by a car. Oh, okay, okay. So. Yeah, his fate, he got hit by a little red, basically like a little Toyota Corolla took his ass out. Damn, Corolla. Basically, that was that was the equivalent of But he tried to save a boy's life. So yes, Yu Yu Hakusho. That was the first show that started to get it from me now of course later on in the show they uh started to have more filler feels to them and just you could tell they was kind of dragging it out kind of glad they brought it to an end the way they did but the first two seasons had some of the best fights some of the best endings to fights at that time just at that time that i could imagine and just some of the most emotional set pieces bro the death of getting kai in that dark tournament saga the first time that went down mm, that's all i'm gonna say the time when he was and i didn't even get this as a kid but when he was in the cave trying to overcome and like learn how to master that power and his inner his inner self pool came up and came up short trying to bring him water to keep him alive and he was like he even gonna let his inner self down if you don't get this power right bro the messages jason the messages it was oh man Look, I'm not saying it's a 10 out of 10 anime. I know it's not, but personally for me and for what it it tried to teach me growing up, going through my young preteen and teenage years, you could you couldn't put anything better on TV for me back then. And even to this day, just for nostalgia purposes, man, I can watch that show first two seasons from beginning to straight end. Season three, I skipped towards the end. I'm not going to lie. I don't really need to get off into that. And season four, who really remembers season four besides the ending? But great show great show overall those first two seasons will definitely carry the weight and speaking of weight carrying i'll wait for my number one after this go ahead jason all right y'all and we got to my number one my favorite anime of all time one of the best characters in all of anime hamtaro my, my number one is bo 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 now let me tell y'all about the <laughs> i'm just playing i'm just playing i'm just playing i'm just playing yeah, don't click off. Don't 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 click off. I'm, I'm gonna bring you back. But my number one, it it gotta have the coolest theme intro in all the anime. 
my boy, Mr. Spike Spiegel, Cowboy Bebop. Come on, how could that not be my little boy? Y'all thought I was crazy? Now, Cowboy Bebop, let me tell you about this show. This show is so damn cool. Everybody, I want to be Spike Spiegel, and I'm, I'm short. I, so I, I want a long leg, little belt, that stupid. It look, it's a stupid ass outfit on a regular person. I want to put only Spike can pull that off. <laughs> but that anime is so dope, just because of it. It only needed twenty what the twenty six episodes. Twenty six. Twenty six. Only the twenty six episodes to cement it in my top one of the true goats in anime. That like it was just it, it was, it's a space it's like a space western that's that's what it is it's a space western and the intro it gets you hooked that first episode gets you hooked mm-hmm. that that final fight between Spike and what was his name Vicious is his name Vicious sir. oh my god man, that you want to talk about tugging at Vicious. your heartstrings tugging at your heartstrings what what when you see my boy Spike say the bang of the, man, come on. I love the anime, I, Netflix, mm-hmm. I swear for God. I refuse to watch the live action. They're not gonna run that shit for me. I'm gonna be too critical. I'm gonna be critical too. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm gonna be too critical. But, I get it. They can they can do a phenomenal job, but like if it's not a 10 out of 10 performance, I will bash it and I will hate yeah. it. And that's why I, I just can't, I can't. I some things that. I just don't want to see out of its original form. And that's one, that's just one. I can't do it. Speaking of one, that's my number one as well. So like, yeah, I, you, you you conned me, you little you little bastard. You did. <laughs> I respect that, but yeah, man, Cali, it's just it. I want to say that because I can't think of any anime around that time that was doing what it was doing. There's re- there's re- still there's still not a show right now that can really. Yeah catch the same vibe as what cowboy bebop did episode for episode to to like it seemed like they were going so far left at times but it brought everything back together so perfectly towards the end and there was not a single character in that show that you did not love by the time the final credits rolled you might have been teary-eyed as shit but you you when those final credits rolled you legitimately cared about spike jet faye and even the damn dog you wanted to make sure all of them thrive and and there's still reddits and stuff going on to this day jason trying to say that spike is still alive like there's still people still asking about that to this day yeah but i think i think it's also because people don't want to let go of their favorite character oh no i mean like they said at the very end i told you that that's the part that broke me down i thought i was done crying i, I wiped my eyes and it says at the bottom left of my screen you're going to carry that weight i said well goddamn. Yeah. Let me go ahead and go back in this pillow and heave again. That's what happened. But to end this, it also gave us the most iconic voice in anime, video games. You can name it. Steve Blum. He is the Bloom, Bloom, Blum, whatever. He is beside, he is the one of the ghosts of voice acting. Anything that you like or watch or play, he's in it. Not to mention, he's also featured in music on a lot of Logic's albums. Yeah, yeah, like that's just how iconic it is. It's like Cowboy Bebop is so iconic. It just inspires so many things and so many people. It's just, can, it's just amazing, man. 
watch it. There was there was a star-studded cast that was doing the voice acting, and that was one of the first couple shows that really just had a a dub that was really worthwhile. Oh yeah, like a, like an all-star performance overall for for an English dub for an anime. Like prior to that, dubs were more of a joke. It, it seemed like people were just missing lines on purpose, kind of thing, when it came to doing English dubbing. But that show raised the bar exponentially, and like like what Jason just said like it's it's rare besides him and i think troy baker that i've that i've really just been like these guys transcended just being a character you know like they they've taken those characters and just brought them into a whole different light just because of the voice and the performance with the voice on top of that so yes shout out to shout out to everything cowboy bebop shout out to mr bloom or mr spike spiegel whatever you want to call them also the voice of time on tsunami so yeah oh, get wrecked and so yeah, so yeah, y'all, Cowboy Bebop, greatest of all time. Watch it over and over again till your eyes bleed. I don't care. Y'all need to no, see the light. Don't do that. No, 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 no. They need to watch it until till their eyes bleed because y'all, y'all think we play it. This is the best anime, in just our opinion. But I think our opinions matter. But <laughs> this is the best one of not the best anime of all time. And okay. and. And the best part is, I hear people in the back now. Uh, anime too long, twenty six episodes, twenty six episodes. It it brings it through, it brings it home very quick. It, it, it brings it home. It brings it home. And if you like westerns, you're gonna love this one. If you give it love space, you're gonna love this one. If you want to see black people done justice, I guess it doesn't. Jet was black, damn it. Yeah, Jet. Yeah, Jet was. I really think that Spike is black. I, I'm sorry. Even though he was like kind of brown, I think he black. We gonna say he black. Spike was really black. His hair was green. He was Asian. Sorry. They even cast an Asian guy. You lost your chance. It's okay though. Let's wrap it up, buddy. Yeah, but yeah, man. That was our Baki discussion and our top fives and how we got to end it. Yeah, man, this was fun. Hopefully, we can do this again. We're going to do it again, but we're going to bring in some other guests next time. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We got to bring in the other guests, man. We got to have a whole crew for the discussion. You, I mean, know, I, you know, as a matter of fact, we got to think We got to think of a name for episodes where we just touch on anime and comics. So we need to think of a name for this. But, y'all, if y'all enjoyed this, follow us or listen to us on Anchor and Spotify under brain popcorn or if you're on anchor go to anchor.fm slash brain that's b-r-a-g d-a popcorn and spotify you can find us on spotify just type in just type in brain the popcorn as well on spotify give us a listen and you know have fun with this i think today was fun don't you think today was fun man yeah buddy most definitely Man, today was fun. So we hope to have fun with y'all. And also, we also have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash bring the popcorn. And we also have, we do, we try to make this an interactive podcast, try to do polls, I try to have discussions. So yeah, just just chill out with us and bring, and bring the popcorn. But it's been cool, y'all. Right, I enjoy having you, enjoy taking time out your day. 
Oh, not a problem at all, brother. And also, guys, I, I just be giving shout outs now. You know, I'm not really deep into it as of right now, but hopefully we'll get back into it soon. Feel free to follow my YouTube page. That's going to be Rod Strikes. That's uh, just R-O-D. Last name there is going to be S-T-R-Y-K-E-Z. And you can also follow me on Instagram at the same exact name all together in one. So definitely we'll be bringing out more content. Same kind of things we're discussing today. Anime topics, reviews of certain items, tech items gaming anime reviews all kind of stuff there too so once again jason thank you so much for having me man i'm loving what you got going and i know you finna blow up soon enough let's keep it going man for sure i appreciate it man well to y'all good night good morning good evening whenever y'all watching this just make sure whenever you come to these reviews bring the popcorn all right we up out of here man yes sir.